0: Hi, welcome to Jazz World. I'm Jazz and this is my podcast. I decided to sit down and record the intro for this episode today. It's and I knew it had been a while since I recorded the uh what's it called? The 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 episode. <laughs> and then I sat down and I looked at my computer and I realized it was actually 2 weeks ago. I recorded the episode on the Pisces full moon and today we just had the Virgo new moon and so we went through this two-week period of releasing, of letting go with the full moon becoming smaller and smaller and knowing this now, I wasn't conscious of it, uh, of like the way that time passed uh, that sounded weird. I, I just realized today that that feels very aligned and it feels cool, especially because during that time, I was going back and forth or just like feeling through the ups and downs of my emotional wave around the decision to even share the episodes I recorded. It's my first solo pod. um, And I recorded it when I was, my mood was kind of low still. I was feeling, uh, I talk about kind of feeling like I'm on the other side of something. I definitely was um, in the beginning of that shift, but it just came out very vulnerable and honest. It's very reflective. And even though I feel a calling to, share and just like create something like this there's still a part of me that's skeptical and this part of me questions whether this creation has much value for anyone Um, and I know that part of me it just feels safer not to share to keep things in but I also can feel and it's very evident that there is a big part of me who does want to share in this way and who does trust and feel that it is valuable and um it just feels important. So, I also had hold on, let me have some water. My voice is scratchy. I realized now I didn't um speak for a few hours until I hit record. <laughs> um I also side note had a astrology human design gene keys reading by someone named Cassandra. Their Instagram is wildest dreams collective. <clears throat> Jesus. Okay, I had some fruit. <laughs> My voice feels a little bit more um uh loose. So I had this reading and I was telling her how I recorded this episode and even though I wanted it to feel like honest and cozy and intimate I was feeling I was having doubts because it felt so vulnerable. And then she's looking at my chart and you know with my cancer moon in the 12th house my Scorpio Venus and other things that's just my vibe that is just how I my energy naturally is and that was just a nice validation and mirror and um yeah so the other thing about the moon cycle is I do feel like I am officially on the other side and Venus is out of retrograde Mercury is direct um And it just feels like, I'm not saying like everyone, because I know a lot of people felt funky this summer. And maybe you're feeling like this shift in energy, this page turning, Uh, maybe you're not, maybe you're still feeling some of the funky energy. Um, But wherever you're at, that is your cycle. And I think what happened in my cycle is Two weeks ago, I started feeling um, ready to shift to have a change of pace and slowly kind of warming up to that through um, nervous system regulation, through uh, physical movement, through doing things that I know help me just like baby steps, baby steps to get back on track. And then I did do a timeline jump um, a week ago, and that really solidified things for me. And I felt a lot of momentum come from that, and that's what really has given me this like stable feeling of I am in this new chapter, rather than being in the in-between or being like in that transition place still. And so... Yeah, I'm going to, my next episode, my solo pod will be on timeline jumping, Uh, but it's such a cool, wild, amazing modality that you can use to experience different versions of yourself through connecting to your own power and energy. So I'll say more on that later. I'm going to wrap up because my voice, I think, sounds weird. um last thing is I'm bringing back tarot readings if you don't know I got started with tarot readings that was like the first um offering creation of my business and I feel like bringing them back I'm calling them heart to heart sessions so coming together for a warm, soft, heart-centered conversation, utilizing the cards and meditation to usher in deeper self-connection, self-understanding. I'm feeling like offering the option to focus on Venus retrograde because that lasted for four to six months. I can't remember. But if you want to reflect and integrate on what came up during your summer and this um new version of yourself coming through this new chapter this new energy that you can feel that's bubbling or that's here um in this session you can kind of get really clear on that and i'll offer um guidance, uh, enthusiasm, and kind of like helping you navigate and direct your energy and your focus in a way that leads you to your desire. So I'm excited about that. Hopefully those are up and posted by the time I publish this, but thank you for listening to this episode and I hope you're having a nice time and you're rested and I love you and I'll talk to you soon. <clears> Thank <throat> I'm not one to force myself to do things. I removed, for the most part, the words should and what was the other word I just said? Oh, force from my vocabulary because they just don't feel good. But recently, I've been thinking about, well, let me backtrack. Recently, I've been needing um more routine and consistency to kind of ground me and anchor me during a lot of like changing moods um and I know a lot of us struggle with discipline and consistency and routine and like making things stick and I just got to a point of feeling so tired and burnt out with how I was spending my days with so many hours of scrolling and screen time and laying around not doing anything and that's like all I had the energy for but I got to a point I was like okay I need to do things even though I don't feel like it and that has been so hard for me and so I reflected on how I strengthened this inner voice that is very warm and compassionate and soft and I love that because before that, the strongest voice inside me was very critical and mean and harsh. So it was a big deal, it is a big deal still that I have this soft inner voice. But I feel like I've kind of became a pushover with myself um, and I realized I wanted to develop and strengthen my inner parent the one who can kind of be firm with the part of me that doesn't wanna do things that she doesn't feel like. And so that's kind of where the force came in a little bit. It's more of a firmness. Um, It's really like being better at, at maintaining boundaries with myself and keeping promises with myself. And that's how I got here (laughs) to recording this, because even though it's a desire of mine and I feel called to do it, there has been a lot of resistance and avoidance. And that's one reason why I started this podcast show with bringing on guests because that felt easier and safer to do than just starting off by myself and I'm so glad that I gave myself permission to do that because that allowed me to take action and I learned a lot from those episodes and they're great and I'm so happy that I made them with those people but then I felt like my energy didn't want to be having guests on. It was time to play with just solo episodes. And that was my initial desire. Um, when I realized I wanted to make a podcast, I visualized myself recording and having a lot of fun. And I think it's really cute that my this desire of mine came from such an innocent place of like, that sounds fun. Turning a microphone on and speaking and sharing this way. So then I, a few days ago, I was mapping out my week and I put record solo episode on today I decided to go with Mars Day to take action and it's something new to just give myself a deadline um the other alternative that I was doing of just like waiting until I feel like felt like it was not working out I was not giving myself time to experiment, which is really important for me and valuable. Um, and so I'm thinking about the difference between waiting until you feel like it and then like still allowing yourself to prepare your energy and simultaneously hold the resistance and move forward What do I want to say about that I think there's just a lot of nuance with like how to know if your resistance is saying now's not the time versus, It's just the natural resistance that's going to be present before you do something new, especially when it involves visibility and vulnerability. And maybe this is just something that everyone personally learns over time by being attuned to your own intuition and knowing. But I know for me, some things that I noticed were I was waiting until I felt more confident. In myself and really that's in general like I this summer the last few months was very much in hermit mode I didn't show up very much in my business or on social media and with Venus retrograde in my first house I feel like all my confidence was just gone (laughs) it left my body and it felt really difficult to show up as an authority um, in the sense of like, I have this skill set and this knowledge and wisdom to help others with. And I just felt like, an imposter because I was struggling with my confidence. Um, I was avoiding myself. I was struggling with my emotions. I was feeling disconnected in all areas. And all these things are things that I help others with. So it felt like, oh, because I was struggling, I had to pause on helping others. And part of it is like, okay, yeah, there were a lot of that time i did not have the capacity for space space holding or supporting someone else but there were many times especially like more recently where i i think i have been negating i don't know if that's right that's the right way to use the word but like negating my value just because I'm going through a period of transition and confusion. And I noticed that I had made, you know, my current, where I was personally in my healing spiritual journey, if that was feeling, if I felt like I was in a wonky like topsy-turvy place with it that was that had like a dependent relationship on how successful I could be in life and business and I'm just starting to unpack that one of my um intentions before starting to record is I asked spirit to help me surrender to trusting what comes through and to trusting helping me trust um that it's that it's what my audience needs to hear um and that's a little scary especially when I notice like going on these uh, like making a lot of turns in um what I'm sharing and so I'm, I'm just like actually gonna pause right now and say that my uh, kind of idea for this episode, I didn't really want it to be like an introduction of like, this is who I am and this is what I do and this is my work, Um I don't know that just wasn't feeling right even though this is kind of an intro but I wanted to just share like where I'm at right now um, what my process has been doing this new scary exciting desired thing and kind of reflecting on the last three months because I feel like a different person I feel like I'm on the other side of i don't, i don't even know just just something new um i the 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 whole summer you know with venus retrograde with um just in general summers tend to be like a time of unraveling for me um and now I know with astrology that makes a lot of sense because in Cancer season, uh, around June, July, the sun is transiting my twelfth house. And the twelfth house is uh carries themes of spiritual undoing, retreat, solitude. It's like the time of year when I just want a hermit, and usually then when then the sun was into leo i feel this sense of renewal and like i want to jump out into the spotlight but with venus retrograde happening that was not the case like i said earlier i felt like all the confidence left my body and a lot of wounds came to light around my sense of self a lot of uh wounds like just um insecurities coming to the surface that I thought weren't didn't exist anymore but they came up and I thought it was so strange it was hard to wrap my head around how I could go backward in how confident I felt in myself which of course it makes sense now that like it's not a linear process I know that with healing but I don't know I just thought like I just for some reason in my head the graph of inner confidence and like uh self like stability within myself I just saw that as like uh as like a slow increase steady increase I didn't know how backward it could go and that was what it felt like I know it was like a deepening um but that was hard to grapple with. And it was weird to think about and see videos of past versions of me who were doing things that I, the current jazz would be too scared to do. I would never do something. I was looking at my past post like I can't believe I had the guts to post that. That was a weird experience of like envying a past version of myself and feeling so far away from her um, and just feeling like she was better than current me. And beyond the retrograde or maybe intertwined with that, I see now how I went through... A transition, a change that I went through um, the in late spring, which was a new relationship, how that was actually my initiation into uh, another trip to the underworld. Um, I've been calling it a depressive episode but i know it's more than that and i don't want i don't really resonate with like dark night of the soul very much but i can see now that this change in my life which was a very big deal for me initiated me into a period of confusion and disconnection and feeling lost and Um, having all these triggers come up and I felt like I was in this in-between place and then now to feel like I'm on the other side I've been like defrosting this last week it's like whoa I do feel like a new person and she just took a few months to emerge and you know that time in between is so destabilizing I felt so lost I it's been it's been so long since I felt that disconnected from myself from my spirit from my purpose I was so negative in my thinking which is not characteristic of me I'm a Sag son I'm very optimistic I see I see possibility and in this last season my perspective was so narrow it was so negative I was so apathetic and I know that like the apathy and that melancholy is part of my energy to like move through that a little bit each month but it just lasted so long it became my identity I didn't feel connected to my desires at all. I didn't even know what they were. I um, didn't want to use any of the regulation tools that I know of. Like, I just disconnected in so many ways. And that was really scary. And I remember many times thinking that I actually didn't want to get better and i think i'm still getting like clarity about that part of me who pops up who just doesn't want to get better and i don't know if it's like i can't see a way out but i go through periods of like not really caring to seek support and it feels easier it feels safer to just wallow be in that dark place um and I guess that's just my process I can see now looking back that was just my process Uh, I connected to several like past versions of myself who had felt that way And another interesting thing is I had this experience of, like, actually late spring around April. I felt like I was in this, like, peak part of my life. I was feeling so confident and successful because I had these big manifestations come into my life that I had been calling in and working towards and like everything was happening in April things that I had been I had been writing down in my journal and visualizing like it was all happening and these felt like very big things and I had moments of like I, I freaked out I freaked out seeing what I was capable of creating for myself and I had a really hard time with this I remember I remember being really frustrated with myself because I was like I've been calling this in like I've been preparing why was it a shock to my system And for whatever reason that I'm still understanding, it was a shock um, and it kind of sent me into a spiral. And I feel like just as quickly as I built my dream world, I tore it down. And that was devastating. And with this new relationship that came in that honestly has been like years in the making this like really dreamy lovely partnership that I've been desiring came in and while I was like experiencing these new timelines at the same time I had these what felt like really old past timelines also playing out simultaneously and that was really trippy and that's also what contributed to like feeling I don't even know if I have all the words to describe this yet I guess just not feeling stable and rooted in the now. It it is really interesting how like past and present slash future can be playing out at the same time. So I I I felt like very much um elevated in a sense with my reality at the time but then uh, disoriented by really old triggers coming up that I thought (laughs) I had gotten past Um, yeah and so right now Right now, I'm here. I, quote unquote, forced myself to show up and record this. And I knew I was ready because there was really nothing else to wait for. And I'm kind of coming back to like knowing the difference when you're trying to see like if this is the right time it can be confusing when there's resistance that can make you think like oh I have to wait until I clear this resistance but time and time again when I have taken that leap and done that new scary thing I've always done it with some fear and doubt and I I don't think you can do something new feeling 100% sure and confident and ready. I don't, I really don't think that exists. Um, there's naturally going to be some resistance. And I think what I've learned is that the key in this is uh, decreasing the amount of resistance and getting your nervous system ready. So you don't want to be in a dysregulated state of um, fight or flight or like shut down or overwhelm. You do want to be in a place of safety before doing something new um, and a point in safety where you can be holding some of the discomfort. And also, you can ask yourself, ask the resistance, what do you need to feel safe in me taking this next step? When I asked myself this today, um, that's like how I figured out how, how I was going to prepare. So I wrote down a really, um, a little outline of kind of what I wanted to cover really briefly. That kind of gives me a, uh reference point if i like kind of get distracted or spacey i can come back to that my other thing was i did vocal exercises and i a few weeks ago reached out to my friend dr kiki who's a vocal coach um their instagram is decolonizing kiki and i learned about exercises i can do to prepare my voice and my body um i I'm recording this in bed because that's where I feel safe and cozy. I did my five-hour morning routine, which is not an exaggeration, but that really prepares me to do work efficiently. Oops, I'm tapping the microphone accident. I hope that doesn't sound ouchy for you. (laughs) Um. But yeah, I I also know with my energy and my human design that I learn by doing. I need to experiment and I, we all do, right? Like uh, that's important for all of us. But that's like something I come back to whenever I feel stuck. Another kind of affirmation I'm using that I got from my Gene Keys, which is another really cool system, is clarity through action. I um felt – I often feel very stuck. I feel more stuck when – well, first, confusion makes me get stuck. When I feel confused about my direction or what to do next or, like, the details about something, I pause everything and I just, like, end up getting really stuck and feeling more confused and feeling more – um debilitated I guess is the word that wants to come through and I learned through one of my gene keys that that is the shadow expression of this gene key and clarity through action was one of the excuse me kind of uh, messages that uh, I read about and I've really been holding on to that. Clarity comes through action. When I take steps forward, I get clarity about the thing. <laughs> and that's been really um, supportive to keep in mind. And even as I record this and as I reflect on my first episode that I recorded, I learned I learned so much afterward. My mind can easily see then what I would do differently, how I can improve it. And um I have my part of my work, my learning curve is being okay with the discomfort in the kind of messy, chaotic experimentation process. I know that I can listen to this in a few weeks and cringe <laughs> at the way that I said something or just like maybe the informality and maybe wanting it to sound more like put together but that's not fair that that type of like criticism feedback is not fair to this current version of me who has been so brave to show up and do this and the best thing is to show up imperfectly and to show up messy and so in being honest about my process I hope to help other people embrace their messy experimentation and do the thing imperfectly and to do the thing with fear and doubt that you've kind of contained to a, a level that isn't overwhelming, right? Um. But yeah, so I'm feeling myself coming to a close. I think I may speak on one more point. Um, I don't know how long I've been talking, but I feel like touching a little bit on why i'm calling my space jazz world a playground for the babes tired of healing this is something i'm kind of like a new motto or phrase i'm playing with and i'm like still clarifying what i fully mean by that but it feels good and I think it comes from this notion that healing is not about fixing. It's about integration. And I'm speaking to my past self and anyone else who is on a path of self-discovery, of connecting to your spirituality, Um, those that are motivated to... I don't even want to say growth. I feel like even growth now has an energy around it of, like, oh, I have to grow. I have to be better. I have to make progress. Like, so I think so many words have become tainted in the healing spiritual world. Growth, healing, progress, development. Like, and so... I kind of have this desire to speak to people who feel tired of healing because I feel like that means you've been coming at it from a place of looking for what's wrong in yourself, looking for areas that you lack and feeling like you have to fix it and you have to make it pretty into a bow and then you can like present yourself and then you can be in a loving relationship and then you can have a good life and experience joy and pleasure and that is not true and so a playground for the babes tired of healing let's come back to integration healing being integration the way that I experience this the way that I look at it is when you are coming into contact with your shadow parts with these parts of you that are um kind of hiding parts that have been rejected, parts of you that you avoid, that you repress, these fears, these insecurities, these doubts. When you come into contact with them through a process of curiosity, compassion, intimacy, you get to know these parts of you that you've disconnected from for a long time. Out of uh, safety as a survival mechanism, you come into contact with them. And really, they just want your attention and your connection and your love. And through this process of reacquainting with these parts that have felt very scary to look at you see how your attention your warmth and your love softens them to reveal their true nature these little parts of us take on protective roles when you were when your safety was threatened and so we have these parts of us that have the roles of protector if you're using um internal family systems therapy language there's man- parts that are managers and firefighters right when you show them that they're safe now that you as an adult can take care of yourself and you know you don't have um, certain things aren't a threat anymore they these parts soften to reveal their desires and their creativity and their uh, childlike nature and spontaneity and so I don't even resonate with saying I'm on a healing journey anymore. And I used to, but I like to reevaluate the language I use every now and then to see like if it still feels good to use. And if not, I get rid of it. So healing journey isn't feeling good anymore because I don't see it that way. um, And I... <laughs> My voice is getting high because it's kind of a touchy subject, you know? I'm not trying to say that I'm done healing or I've reached this, like, high-up point. Um, I still experience healing. However, uh, the way I view it is, like, I'm always going to meet different parts of myself. I'm going to meet parts of myself that are scared, that are insecure, that feel, um, that hold a lot of pain from my past. They're going to pop up at different times in my life. They're going to come up during transitions, during change. And that is an invitation for me to connect with myself and support myself. And so at the center of my healing quote-unquote healing journey is really self-intimacy that is what I value that is what I am devoted to and I'll talk more about that in future episodes but having that perspective and approach allows me to not feel like I'm on a never ending healing train. I um kind of what started this um, conversation that like I'm, I've had with myself about like the language of healing journey is uh, a few months ago or maybe more just like hearing people around me complain about having to heal more and expressing frustration and like this heaviness and this exhaustion and I realized I didn't feel that way and so I got really curious about why I didn't resonate with that and I think a past version of myself did feel that way um, but just and that has shifted and so I'm just having too many thoughts right now (laughs) um and so I feel like the the main things that make me feel like I um because i look i just talked about going through this like really dark period i don't see that as a sign of like i have more healing to do i know that i go through cycles and seasons and i don't um i don't have this like image of a dream life where i don't experience depression or confusion or feeling lost or feeling insecure like that is not a marker for reaching this healed point or for reaching this like point of success in my journey i i'm kind of in it for life this path of self-discovery of coming back to my true self of learning who that is and there's like this quote about like um a state of constant becoming that really resonates of like I am continually gradually getting to know myself after being cut off for so long after you know living in survival for so long And so I also like to call it a playground because I'm big on the experimentation process of trying and playing and seeing what happens and really approaching this, uh, I don't want to say work, approaching this journey with um, a playfulness, with a curiosity and a lightness. There's a lot of joy and pleasure available in um, the journey of deepening self-connection of strengthening your relationship with yourself of getting to know about desires that you hold that you had no idea you could have. Um, Like it's, it's wild to me that I have this desire to speak and to share when I was quiet and small for most of my life and that was all I knew. It's like a, it's a funny strange experience to learn like that within our fears are our desires. And so, to kind of wrap up, um, I intend to hold a space to facilitate a community to create offers and services that support you in creating a supportive, nourishing, loving solid relationship to yourself to hold the to hold all your complexities and nuances of like all the little parts that exist inside you all that contrast to connect with your own power and your own desires and to create new worlds for yourself. The healing spiritual world, you know, can make our focus be so much on looking at the past. And I love to reflect. I love to look at the past to see what to learn on all the lessons. There is value in that. But I don't see enough um, guidance, content on helping people to create new identities and experiences for yourself. I really came into that like I can visually see that like chapter started for me when I learned about reality creation through P the fairy Um, and I feel really passionate about helping people see how you don't need to figure out and shift every limiting belief you don't have to get to the root of every trauma you don't have to you know stop suffering from anxiety and depression before you can experience goodness experience ease And that can be like a really radical thing to think about. I think we often like if you're if you're um passionate about growth and change and progress, which is beautiful, you, you know it can be easy to get attached to the identity of like finding things to work on um when I was working with a mentor, that's when I realized I had this like attachment to shadow work like I kept wanting to find shadows to <laughs> fix and that just felt more comfortable than shifting my focus to doing new brave things that aligned with like what I was learning were my desires and so yeah I guess that was like a little intro um I'm gonna wrap up for real this this was nice (laughs) compared to how I started you know this feels nice I liked talking with you um thank you for listening I I hope it wasn't too like all over the place and um yeah, I'm excited to kind of start this new uh, chapter with podcasting and with sharing my voice more. I'm excited to make my podcast kind of like a resource library. I want to share. I want some episodes just to be like meditations or guided practices. I'm going to have some episodes with video um, and I want to be a free library of support and resources to help you. Um, I hope this is all this can also be a place where you practice being a little softer with yourself, but also being firm when you need it. Yeah. Okay, I love you.